Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of FOMO Fans. My name is Brian Fanzo, and excited today to talk to you about really a concept that I've I've keynoted about. I've talked about it a little bit on uh, on this podcast. Uh, it's something I talk about online a lot, written a lot of blogs about it. I've been writing a, a chapter in the upcoming book about it. And really, the, the concept is we are greater than me. And some of the things that I've kind of been learning, and, and really, this is something that's impacted me in the last 30 days, is that you know, understanding the importance of teamwork, collaboration, realizing that you can't do everything yourself. I know for many of us that are listening to this, we are solopreneurs, or maybe you are a manager that feels like you don't have buy-in uh, from above or below or from anywhere on your team. And I think this is something that is extremely important. So I'm going to share some of my my thoughts, some of my takeaways, some of the things that I learned about myself just in the last uh, couple of weeks that uh, I think were eye-opening, were something that maybe I knew, but I wasn't willing to admit. But it's definitely something I think is important for everybody. Uh, I've said this a lot that I, I firmly believe that the, the future of innovation is collaboration. The question is, what do we need to do as individuals to be good at collaborating? How do we facilitate collaboration? And what does that mean? Is it masterminds? Is it groups? Whatever that may be. So uh, excited to talk about that today on, on today's show. A uh, real quick uh, shout out to uh, our sponsor. As I said on the last episode, we have a really cool sponsor for this uh, month, uh, actually for the next two months, uh, and it's Call for Code. Call for Code is a uh, initiative that is really teaming up with uh, IBM the Linux Foundation, UN Human Rights, and the American Red Cross. And what they're working on and what they're trying to pull together is they're committing to the cause. They're pushing for change. And the Call for Code Challenge uh, for 2018 is a competition that is asking developers to outthink natural disasters, build solutions that will significantly improve the current state of disaster preparedness in your community and around the world. Really what this is, is it's bringing together a developers around the world figuring out saying hey together let's hackathon this together let's let's brainstorm let's collaborate together let's make a difference uh, guys if you guys go ahead and check out developer.ibm.com slash call for code uh, if you know a developer you maybe you are a developer yourself um, you can get involved on the developer basis there's also an element about social good there's an area here where they're really help trying to get people to embrace not only this change but help make this move uh, you know, as big as it, as it possibly can. So I know they have some big things happening here at the end of July. Uh, they're doing some uh, projects, some some virtual hackathons, some things that they're going to pull together. So guys, make sure to check them out, support them. Uh, do me a favor if you're following me on Twitter, you'll notice uh, I use the hashtag #CallForCode. That is call 
F-O-R-C-O-D-E. Uh, I use that hashtag and I've been promoting out there. Uh, do me a favor. If anything, just uh, retweet that to your community. The more people we get involved aware of this project, the better. Uh, this this year, they're, they're solving uh, this problem with natural disasters. Uh, next year, they'll have an entirely new initiative. Uh, I firmly believe that to change the world, we must come together. And that's what this project is all about, which also is the perfect theme for this uh, podcast episode because... I, I do believe that for many of us, you know, we, you know, and I'm guilty of this. And I, I think part of this episode, um, this can be a little bit of self-reflection on my side. Um, I'm very guilty and believing that um, I can do everything myself. Not only can I do it myself, but I can do it really damn well. And if I can't do something myself, uh, there's this thing called YouTube and I just YouTube it, you know, and I, I know for many of us, it's like, well, I could outsource that or I could ask somebody for help, but I also could just Google it and YouTube it, watch a video and then do it myself. And it might not be as great as asking someone else, but, um, at least it gets it done. You know, it's saving me time and and, you know, I, I got to go you know, over the last 30 days or so. I've been on the road a ton. I mean, I've been on the road more than I've probably been ever in my career over the last uh, nine or 10 weeks. Uh, it's pretty much been every week since the Road to Social event, where I know you guys got to hear a little bit about that with my friend Damien on on a previous episode. Um, but, you know, like I've really been on the road, but I've also been doing my best to surround myself with people uh, that make me better. And that's something that I also think is important. And if you guys want to listen more to that episode, check out the, the last episode with Damien Ross about the Road to business success. But, you know, one of the things that I've kind of realized on top of all of this that I have going on is that, you know, a lot of my problems are the same problems that my friends are facing, the same problems that my family members are facing. You know, this idea, um, although I'm a, I'm a speaker and a lot of my close friends aren't full-time public speakers like I am, uh, there aren't full-time podcasters like I am, there are similarities with our problems are, are very much alike. What we, um, not only the problems that we have, but um, the, the things that we are trying to solve as far as, you know, understanding our business, uh, updating our website, creating a video real to promote what we're doing, um, staying on top of our our day-to-day life while also trying to scale our business. One of the things um, that's been really hard for me uh, in 2018 is I've, I've had a very successful year so far on not only getting new gigs and new leads, but collaborating with brands, bringing in new projects, um, signing up with new uh, events. But at the same time, when you're on the road like I was nine in the last 10 weeks, um, it's also one of those areas where you drop the ball on on things that are setting up in the future, right? So for me, one of the things that I, I realized personally is that I'm really good at, during the slow times, booking business. And during the busy times, I'm really good at knocking out out of the park. I know that when I get on stage that I will be uh, myself. I will be one of the best speakers at that event. And I'm very confident in that, not because I have an ego problem, but because I, I practice, I believe in what I'm doing. While at the same time, I realize now that when I'm doing one thing, I'm dropping the ball on the other thing. And when I'm dropping the ball on the other thing, I'm doing the other thing really well. And what that really means is that I need help. Um, I need help to scale. I need help to not go crazy. Um, Burnout is a real thing. I know for many people that are listening to that, they're probably like, what? Brian Fanzo, you're talking about burnout? Give me a break. Um, But I I truly do believe that burnout is the thing. I'm 
I've been feeling it a lot lately. Well, not only for the amount of things that I've been on the road, but for the amount of things I'm trying to juggle in my business life, in my personal life. And uh, one of the, you know, when I went to a, a couple of events recently and I'm part of a couple masterminds. And here's the thing about masterminds is they became cool and sexy to do. And people are inviting people to these masterminds. Uh, a lot of internet marketers are selling people on these crazy uh, masterminds. But one of the things that I've figured out that that is a problem for me personally is that uh, because I don't have a niche, because I, I kind of live and play in all these different areas, that oftentimes I find myself getting involved in lots of collaboration projects that have lots of different meanings, lots of different value, lots of different opportunities. But at the same time, majority of them aren't going to make me better as a business person, aren't going to make me the best that I can be. And I guess this is where I want to kind of start this conversation on this episode of the podcast is that, you know, to be part of a great we, which means to be part of a great team, to be part of a great mastermind, to be actually great at your business, you must first invest in yourself. Um, Self-love is something that um, I've never had a problem with up until recently. Um, and I say that with like, with as much love as I can is that, you know, up until I got divorced and I was going through that area, um, I, I never had that issue. I was never, um, one that needed someone to tell me I was great. Never one that needed someone to surround me and, and tell me what I'm doing, um, is making a difference. And, you know, as a speaker, I get off stage and people tell me, Brian, you've changed my life. Brian, you've inspired me. Brian, you've motivated me. And for the last 18 months, this is an amazing feeling. While at the same time, I come home to an empty apartment. I have my daughters every other weekend. And these are, these are, this is a juggle. These are things that are individually are, are something that I've had to figure out how to deal with, how to handle. And what I can tell you is that by not focusing on making myself better, um, if it's health, if it's working out, if it's um, mental health, if it's understanding, you know, the importance of me being on Adderall versus no Adderall or understanding how to balance my life. So I, I don't get burnout. I don't say yes to every gig. What I've realized is that I try to counteract that by being a part of lots of groups and lots of masterminds and lots of teams. And guess what that has turned into? I've been dropping the ball and being piss poor in a lot of those groups. I've been not delivering what I think is the value that I can provide while at the same time, I haven't been getting out of it what what I should be. Because if I'm part of a team, it's not only what you can what you can provide to the team, but what can the team provide for you individually. And so recently, over the last, I'd say, 60 days or so, I've scaled back. Um, I removed myself from two mastermind groups that I was a part of. Um, I, I had to uh, I had to stop uh, collaborating with a good friend of mine and, and kind of put that project on hold and really focus on just a couple, uh, I'd say two, maybe three groups of people that I can spend more time with. And uh, I can really you know develop not only myself with these people, but I can pull out of them as much as I can. And, and this has been something that uh, hasn't been easy. Uh, as many of you know, on the show, um, you know, we, we're now uh, episode, this is episode 77. You know, one of the things I love to do is I love to make people happy. I, I am a people pleaser. It's something that is hurt me in my business, but it's who I am. I've realized I can't change that. Um, I want to say yes to everybody. I want to make everyone happy. Um, oftentimes, sometimes, <laughs> oftentimes, sometimes, wow, that's an interesting, Brian. Uh, oftentimes to the detriment of 
my own personal relationships, my own mental health, my own, uh, my own time. I, and I think that, you know, being aware of that is extremely important. And I guess that's part of what this episode is to me is that, you know, it's important to come together. It's important to, um, you know, bring people along with you, but it's also one of those things that you have to start figuring out and saying, where can I provide value and where do I need help? And I say this on stage a lot and it's something that I'm, I, I'm really good at, and I, let me explain what that means, is self-awareness. Uh, I use this tagline, for those that are listening, you've probably heard it more times than you want to hear it, but I'm going to repeat it for new listeners and those that, you know, to be great part of a great team, you must first know what you don't know. What that means is you must prioritize and understand what you are good at, what you are bad at, what you don't know, what you don't like doing, and then you need to surround yourself with people who know what you don't. And that's been the hard part for me. I'm really good now at understanding what I am not good at, right? I struggle oftentimes managing my calendar, booking travel, being a process person, someone that is putting things out there long term. Um, I struggle on um, you know, the invoicing backside of my entrepreneurship business. These are things that I've been very aware that I'm not great at. But here's the interesting thing about that is you could probably go back and listen to a couple episodes back in the early 50s of this of this podcast where I talk about this. But here's the thing that I found hard is it's hard to find people who know what you don't know and be humble and understand enough to be a part of their project of their mastermind. I, I've surrounded myself with speakers who are great speakers, who are amazing at what they do. They are people on stage that I really look up to. I study a lot on what they're doing. But interestingly enough, a lot of those that I've uh, surrounded myself with, they have the same problems I have. And although we, we support each other, where we celebrate each other's wins, one of the things that we aren't doing is we don't have enough people in our group that are good at the things that we are not good at. And so unfortunately it becomes a group that we end up we end up refining our skills at what we're turning our great skills into elite skills but the things that we are bad at we are not we are not facilitating we are not solving we are not um, moving forward and so the challenge I have for everybody that's listening to this episode and this show and it's much like my sponsor this you know the sponsor of this podcast call for code is it's a, you know an open call to action like how do we get people to come together and get the right people in the room to make a difference. And one of the things I also struggle at, and I know this episode ends up being a lot of uh, self-awareness, but maybe you guys um, can relate to it as well, is that I hate inconveniencing people. You know, if um, I don't mind when people inconvenience me. I don't mind if people um, ask me for a phone call, ask me to jump on, pick my brain, um, stop me at an event, ask me for a coffee. Um, I really enjoy that. It's, it's actually one of the things I enjoy the most. Um, but for me, asking someone to spend their time or resources or even the trade services, if I'm going to help somebody by, you know, hey, I'm going to consult and make you help you get better on video. I'm going to help you build your speaker career. Um, it's hard for me to trade those services for someone that can do some of the things that I struggle with. But just because this is something hard doesn't mean it's important. And I can tell you over the last five or six weeks. Um, my travel has been ridiculous. I, I ended up having three trips over to Europe over a four week period. 
Um, I also realized that I've been bouncing around the country with no set plan or schedule, really just jumping at every opportunity. Um, I do really good at understanding the value of where I'm going. I understand I have a strategy for everybody I work with. But I, I, I'm gonna. I'm bringing in help, and I've been talking to speaker agents. I've been talking to a couple of bureaus. I've been now circling my wagons to build a brand new mastermind that isn't a bunch of people that look like me or do the same thing as me, but there are people that I can help and that can help me. And I guess this is where I look at the power of collaboration, the importance of teamwork. You know, um, it's it's even. I was watching golf this weekend, and. Um, you know, watching the Scott, the, you know, the, the open over there in Scotland. And it was the first Italian winner, uh, on the golf course, uh, for, for a major golf course. And he got up there to give his speech. And it's interesting. Golf is a sport much like entrepreneurship where, or even speaker as a speaker, most people see what I do on stage as you know, what I'm great at. But here's the thing. I don't get paid for just that one hour. I'm, I'm on stage. I get paid for the practice, the the amount of time I put into the craft, the amount of experience I have in my life, my ability to translate all of these things. And when I was listening to the to um, so Rocco Molinari, and what it, what I thought was interesting is golf is like entrepreneurship. People are on the road. People are by themselves. Oftentimes, the fame that people get are, are, is for the entrepreneur. But when he went up there, he thanked, I would say, thirty different people. And so the reason he is good is because he has a swing coach, he has a practice coach, he has a putting coach, he has a performance coach, he has uh, his wife, his kids, his family, he has um, a business partner, he has an agent, he has a manager. And all of a sudden I started thinking, I'm like, this is a sport. And we always think about team and we think about you know basketball and football. I'm a diehard Steelers fan, and I I think the Steelers are great because they they play defense and they they every aspect of the Steelers Super Bowl wins are because they are a great team because we see all of them on the court. And I guess this is where I wanted to kind of bring this episode around is that oftentimes we don't see what people do that are really successful. We don't see all of those great people around them. And this past weekend, I got to watch two two of my favorite people in the world, uh, Jay Bear and Scott Stratton, two speakers that I look up to, two people that I call my friends, two people that I'm in a mastermind group with. I got to watch them get inducted into the Hall of Fame. And when they got inducted to the Hall of Fame, not only was it something that I said, Brian Fanzo, that is on your bucket list. Brian Fanzo, you are gonna you are gonna listen and learn from those that are in the Hall of Fame of speaking. And you're going to make that happen. And I'm determined to make that happen. And, I, and I'm confident I will. But one of the other things was they also thanked a lot of people. And they thanked their agent. They thanked their team. They thanked their spouse. They thanked their family, their kids for support. They thanked their mom and dad. And uh, I think this is this is an eye-opening time for me. Uh, I, I've talked about how bad I am at outsourcing. And maybe you guys feel the same way. I've talked about how much I struggle with with, you know, uh, allowing other people to do things. And it's not a control issue, or maybe I say it's not a control issue when it really is a control issue. Um, I believe I just do things differently than most. And so I need to find people that can help me, um, do things the way that I do it. But here's the thing. We can't do this alone. We can't become the best people that we can be. And here's the thing that's hurt me. And I think it's what's opened my eyes more than anything 
is I can't help others to the best of my ability until I first help myself become the greatest person that I can be individually. I think being selfish with time, being selfish sometimes with your goals is important. And it's something that I would have never said a year ago or two years ago. And I think it's something that I'm going to get better at. It's something I'm putting out there and I'm putting that onus on you, the FOMO fans community here. Uh, we are 77 episodes into it. I've been dropping the ball a couple of times. I've had a couple of weeks over the last six weeks where there wasn't an episode, but it's partially because of this, this thing that I've been talking about. I mean, trying to do it all myself. I've oftentimes believed I can do it myself. And here's the, what, here's the other part that I realized just because you can, doesn't mean you should just because you feel that you don't have the time to outsource or collaborate. It's, it's extremely important. And I mean, like the golfer did after he won the championship as two of my good friends did as they uh, were inducted to the hall of fame, um, the people that are doing great things in this world right now, yes, they might get individual fame. They might be the ones holding the trophy, but there's one constant that I've noticed, and it's something <laughs> that hit me like a smack in the face. Never is it one person that is doing something great. Never is it one CEO, one golfer, one speaker, one podcaster. It's because they figured out how to do what they do great and surround themselves with people that do great things. And so I challenge everybody that's out there right now, go beyond just working with people that look like you or talk like you or people that are in your industry. Find people that you can collaborate that will make you better. Become selfish in becoming a better person, a better leader. And do whatever you can to let people know around you that you need help and you're willing to accept help because... As soon as I put that kind of call out there and I've leaned on a couple of people recently that are now helping me with my book, helping me meet with a publisher, helping me as a speaker agent, all of these people have laughed because they're like, Brian, I, I, I was here. I've been here to help you for a while and I've even reached out to you and I, it took me a while to realize that to be great as an individual, to be a great me, you do have to understand all of these things about yourself, invest in yourself and then surround yourself with great people. One of the secrets that, for, that I've also realized is that to understand what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, you must be open to listening to how other people do things. As a speaker, I figured out how, hey, all of my leads come in inbound. And I realized recently that LinkedIn is my favorite social network for growing my business. But here's the thing, just because it works for me and I've found these secrets doesn't mean I can't learn from other people. I ended up taking two or three pages of notes at two different events last couple of months just because I wanted to listen and learn. And I said, Brian, stop being the person that says, hey, what how I'm doing it is working. Why not listen to how others are doing it and see if you can take some of those ideas? And man, it, it's opened my eyes to what I need to do, what I can do. And I'm pretty damn confident that 2018 has been a great year, but by investing in myself, my self-learning, my self-help, my self-health, that not only is it going to be 2018 going to be a great year, but it's going to create an opportunity to make 2019 the best year of my life. And that'll be because 
it's no longer about having my best year, but being the best at surrounding myself with people around me. So FOMO fans community, I challenge you, support our sponsor, Call for Code. They are living and breathing this this desire to bring people together to collaborate, to make a difference. And then do me a favor, be self-aware. Look at your relationships and ask yourself, are the people that you're surrounding yourself with, are you making them better? Are they making you better? Or could you do a better job of prioritizing your time and it is impossible to please everyone especially if you're not first pleasing yourself and I say that not as telling you guys what to do but more of a reminder to myself of what I need to do hope you guys enjoy this episode I will be back with another episode next week as always thank you for your support make sure you reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter it is isocialfans on both of those platforms or follow me, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. As I told you, LinkedIn has been my favorite social network. I'm now creating